whenever the church or a person or a family or an individual becomes stagnant, it becomes an indictment on the person or the God that created them. Because God is never the same. He's always increasing. He's always changing. He's always doing great things. So I would want us to read something in... I think it's a good place to start tonight's short message. Isaiah chapter 40. The book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. We've been talking about open heavens. We've been praying for open heavens. And I believe we've dealt with all kinds of things. We've gone through a moment of deliverance. We've gone through the impartation of the Holy Spirit. We've gone through a lot of things. But there's something I want us to know. I think the church has to come to a point where they become restless. We are in a times and seasons where ministers, pastors, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, I mean, normal ministers, Christians are lazy. You cannot step into open heavens if you're a lazy Christian. Let me repeat this. If you're not ready to take certain drastic steps in your walk with God, then forget about breaking through. The fact that Jesus said it is finished doesn't mean it comes automatically to you. Jesus said the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence take it by force. In every facet of life, in every study of life, in any culture, in every place, it is always about the person who can what? Fight to the top. Civilization has always been about what? Ups and downs of one kingdom and another kingdom. And that is what life is about. It's about those who can rise above the, the, the opposition, those who can break through. Anyone who can break through any opposition is the one who is able to what? Stand out and to lead. So, when we talk about open heavens, yes, God has already given that before you came into the scene. He had already determined that the heavens are supposed to be open. But look at this. There are certain things that we have to what? Step into. We have to what? Change our way of what? Operation, our way of thinking, our action. I've always been saying, that there are always five things that come to play whenever I read a word. And I think it's a, it's a thing that runs through. God always deals with time. He always deals with location. He always deals with people. And he deals with people based on their actions. So the action you take today determines the result you receive tomorrow. The actions you carried out yesterday or last seven years is as a result of what you are experiencing now. A man, a woman in a family covenanted with a demonic altar and as a result of that action, the entire family is placed under a curse or is placed under oppression just because of an action. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3 that Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, took the decision. They had the choice. And the Bible says that based on their choice, they chose to rebel. Now look at this. 
Eve had a choice. Adam rebelled. Adam knew. Let's assume Eve didn't hear from God. But Adam heard directly from God. He knew. Likewise, Abraham heard directly from God. He knew the ways of God. But it came to a point that they chose the arm of flesh over what they had heard from God. After 14 days of prayer or fasting, if you don't make your actions and your choice align with what God wants, I tell you, the heavens will be shut. So you need to come to a place where you are so mindful. You don't joke. I was telling one daughter of mine last two days that the fact that you are turning 20 doesn't mean you shouldn't start planning for the future. Your actions now will determine what you see. So the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, that is where we are going to build the cakes and we are going to enter into prayer. It says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. I decree and I declare over your life, as you have waited upon the Lord for the past six to seven days, let your strength be renewed. And he went further and he said that they shall mount up with wings like eagles. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you seeing this? He said they shall. And he said maybe they might. He said so far as they wait on the Lord. It is a must. They shall. If you are a bit legal, you realize that shall is, is a legal word. There's no maybe they shall mount up. Hallelujah. He said, they shall mount up with wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I prophesy that from today, whatever vision that you have set, you will run with that vision. You will see to it that that vision will be fulfilled because the Lord has bestowed upon you supernatural strength and tenacity. He said, they shall walk and not faint. It means that your capacity has been increased. The capacity to take a long walk, to take the journey, to walk a journey, to press onto a destination that is beyond your strength. You have that capacity. And the Lord has already given to you. By your prayer, by your fasting, by your givings, you are building that capacity. You are building that capacity. Now, I, I, as I was praying and preparing for tonight, the Lord was just ministering to me. In fact, from Monday, this word has been in my spirit. And anytime I want to release it, the Holy Spirit says, wait, they have to go through certain things. They have to deal with certain things before this word comes to them. And yesterday, in a vision, I saw a seven lampstand, the golden star. I saw it ablaze. And after that, the Holy Spirit said, Today is the day that you will release this word to them. So if your Bible is good and this is yours, you realize that it says, They shall mount up wings like 
idiots. So I was asking myself, why idiots? Why did God specifically choose the 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 bad eagle? The bad eagle. Now, if you are a student of the Bible, you realize that God likes to use symbols, likes to use birds, likes to use animals. He likes to use things, animate and inanimate objects to speak. So when you look at Proverbs or when you read the Bible, he communicates with certain animals that we should look and pick the principle, look at how they are and pick certain things out. So in doing that, I had five solid things that eagles represent. The first one is eagles fly to higher altitudes. They fly to higher altitudes. And it's believed that, I mean, the eagle is the, uh, the king of the air. And it's believed that the lion is a king of what? The, the, the land, the king of the jungle. So if eagles fly to higher altitudes, what is so special? It's not every bird that goes to higher altitude. Under open heavens, it's not anyone that can go to a higher altitude or experience a higher what level of what? Blessing. It takes those who what, have the mindset of an eagle. He said they fly to higher altitude. Higher altitude. Very high. Very high. And in do you know what? In higher altitude, it's only few people that can get there. So do you know what? At the top, it's always a few people. Even in our secular world, people who are making it, those who are rich, it is only few. People who can hear the voice of God accurately, it's only few. The spiritual realm is not open to anyone. You just don't chance into it. It is only few. It is a high frequency. Whatever problem you have in this life, whatever issue you have in this life, it will take your deeper work. It will take your consistency, your ability to what? Press deeper with God. To able for you to be able to what have a change. So the eagle goes higher, the eagle soars higher, and in that realm, the eagle is the only person, the only bird there. It has an advantage. So after waiting on the Lord, praying and everything, you need to come to a point where you what soar on the wings of an eagle. And I tell you, your spirit now is soaring. That is why it's so good to fast. When you humble your flesh, your spirit becomes active. You realize that you begin to pick things in the spirit with ease. You, be, you realize that when you read the word of God, it speaks to you. You realize that whenever you are doing things, you are active. Anyone who has been embracing the, the, the ministry of fasting will attest to this. Then you are always active. You are always sharp. You are on your toes. Your senses are up because your spirit that gives life to your body is alive. I want us to look at something in Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12. 
Revelation chapter 12. In fact, I saw a video some time back, and in a video I saw it was as if there was a cobra, a king cobra, and a king cobra was pestering some rodents and the bees. It felt that it was great, it was big, until it encountered an eagle. The eagle picked up the cobra and took the cobra up higher, to a higher altitude, and the cobra became paralyzed. That is to say that snakes only operate on the ground. They are made and created to operate on the ground. So whatever issue that you are facing, you have to take it to a higher altitude. And you don't fight that battle at the level that you are. You need to take it to God. And God is in a secret place. In a place that no man has ever been, as the Bible says. So you go there on a frequency that is beyond you. Revelation chapter 12. It talks about the woman. It talks about the dragon, the great serpent. And the word of the Lord said, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 13, are you there? It says, now when the dragon saw that he had cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to a male child. But the woman was giving full wings. Look at this. Of a great eagle. My God. The woman was giving two wings of a great eagle. I prophesy. Any issue, any problem, any spirit, any witch, any wizard, any altar that has pursued you over the years, any monetary spirit that has pursued you over the years, any problem that has fought you, any addiction that is fighting you, anything that is giving you sleepless nights, tonight, God is giving you great wings of an eagle to soar to a higher height in the name of Jesus. He says in MS 14, but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent. So earlier we dealt with the Leviathan spirit, the serpentine spirit. And it's written in Isaiah chapter 27 verse 1, it says, And the sword of the Lord dealt with the Leviathan spirit, the great dragon in the sea. And I tell you, until you rise up in prayer, in fasting. Somebody say, I've been praying, I've been fasting, but certain, certain things are not happening. It's still the same. Who told you? You are building up. You are gathering momentum. You are taking off. And you are shaking off a lot of things. The Bible says in Acts 28, the Bible says that Apostle Paul had the viper fasting to his hands. He took the stake and as he brought the stakes to the fire, to put it in to increase the fire. That was the purpose. The Bible says that a viper, a snake, a serpent came because of the heat. Because the heat was too much, he wanted to bring down the person who was about to increase the heat. Every problem has a heat, has a fire that deals with it. 
every every problem has a what a solution john the baptist said there's one that is coming that is mightier than i and the bible says that john the baptist confirmed that when he is coming he is not going to baptize with just mere water but he's going to baptize with fire and tonight you have jesus in you jesus is in our midst he said what two or three are gathered he is so tonight the fire of god is available and he's going to expose and deal with every problem fighting your open heavens and any problem that will come up when you step into your open heavens so the verse 15 of revelation chapter 4 let's read it says so the serpent spilled out water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood look at this we were dealing with venoms i think one of the days that said some of us will be able to escape from the serpentine spirit we dealt with that issue but the venom is still in operation so that strange man that strange woman that came and fought your marriage fought your husband or your wife or fought your kids you've been able to cast that strong man away but the produce of whatever he released is still there tonight i decree and i declare by the power of the blood it is coming to an end in the name of jesus verse 16 it says but the earth held the woman and the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spilled out of its mouth the earth could only help the woman if the woman had taken off with an eagle's wing that is to say if you don't build up your spiritual life if you don't build up yourself to come to a place beyond the reach of the dragon you'll be a victim of the flood and that is where most christians are failing to understand they are always at where they are i gave my life to christ i don't know why i'm still in this problem i go to church i pay my tithes and and i'm still a business yes you are doing that but you need to press higher you need to deal the things you are dealing with you need to what engage god apostle paul said i have received grace i am the least of the apostles but i did not let grace to be in vain i went harder i put myself to it because i know my past i know what people know about me if i want to preach the gospel to people who i persecuted i need to work harder i need to get closer to god for god to give me the power of his resurrection so that they will see that indeed i am not a what a murderer but they will see the god in me so if you want to deal with that issue if you want to break out of that cycle that cycle that has been in your family for over 300 years if you want to break it some of us we are the first line christians probably you are the first person to be a christian you are the first person to even pray you are the first person to even fast you are the first person to even hold a bible 
you need to work because their battles are a lot. So you don't just live as a casual person. You need to what? Mount up your wings like an eagle. So according to Revelation chapter 12, verse 13 to 16, the Bible says, when the dragon pursued and tried persecuting the woman, the woman took off and she was given the wings of a great eagle. As we were reading from our main scripture, Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, that those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. The woman had a renewal of strength. And the Bible says that they shall mount up with wings like an eagle. The Bible says that the woman was given. So as you wait upon the Lord, God gives you. That is why anyone who waits on the Lord, anyone who comes into the presence of the Lord does not return the same. One minute of prayer, one minute of the word, one minute of meditation kings your life. So as a child of God, you need to limit the time you spend on casual things. This life is spiritual, I tell you. Any man of God, any person who will preach the spirituality of the faith out of you, run away from that person. Jesus came and he talked about spiritual things. He was teaching, he was a teacher, but he was praying. And the problem we have now is we have teachers, they are not fasting and praying. We have pastors, they are not fasting and praying. They come, come and preach a word, they just gathered up on Google, and that is all. And there's no power. And people are in the house of God and they are suffering. You are a mother, you are a father, you have kids, they are going through things. You need to take some time off. Go on your knees until you see a change. You are not stopping. The Bible says that Hannah had an issue. She could not give birth. But look at this. Elkanah, her husband, I mean, he was reluctant. He had another wife. Their wife had a, a child, had her children. And he gave. Look at this. He gave the best to Anna to make her happy so that she would not be what? Sad or sorrowful. But look at what Anna did. He said, I will not stay in this comfort zone. Yes, my husband loves me. Yes, my husband is giving me everything. But if I hold on to that and not break that thing that is closing my womb and press on in prayer, I will die barren. Because she knew that God gives. It is the Lord that gives kids. He said children are gifts of God. So the Bible says that she would go to the temple every day praying until the, 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 the priest saw her. Her mouth was moving by, no worse was coming out. She stepped and she mounted wings like Elo. There's a place of consistent, persistent prayer. If there's an issue, you need to continue in prayer, in fasting, in the word, holding on, declaring. The woman with an issue of the blood did not give up. So, as long as the woman remained on earth, in the carnal world, using her normal mind, using what, I mean, 
I mean, society is saying that there's an outbreak here, there's an economic recession, there's war here. It would keep her down, and the, the issues of life were affected. Depression was set in. But the Bible says she took up with wings of an eagle. And as a result of that, the earth was able to swallow up. Tonight, when you ascend in a spirit, God will swallow up anything that is fighting you. All God is waiting is that you will come to him and allow him to take the battle. But we are looking and focusing on what we are seeing. And we are what? Being disconnected from what God is trying to do. Jesus is saying, come to me. You who are what? Burdened. And I will give you rest. But we are focusing on the things around us. And you are being anxious. You are saying that, oh God, I am at age 35. I am at age 40. I am not married. I haven't yet given birth. Ah, I don't have any job. I am growing. Instead of you coming to God, ascending in a spirit. Like an eagle. So the woman had wings to fly above the earth from the reach of the dragon or serpent. So you need to gather yourself up. Don't stay where you are. He said the righteous will fall seven times, the bad day will rise up. Rising up is your portion. Isaiah chapter 60, he said, arise and shine. For the glory of God has risen. The angel came to Peter in Acts and he touched Peter and said, rise up. I was thinking the angel will hold Peter and all of a sudden they will disappear. As he appeared, but the Bible said he told Peter, rise up. That is not my role to do. It is your responsibility. So whatever problem you're having, you need to rise up in prayer. That addiction, you need to rise up in prayer. That chronic disease, you need to rise up in prayer and hold on to the word of God. He said, healing, healing is the daily bread. I believe God's word above every other thing. Yes, God has given wisdom for medical science. But there is a point where medical science cannot handle it. And it started in the Bible. The woman with the issue of the blood. She went to physicians, paying all kinds of money, but they could not solve it. The problem lied with Jesus. And she will have to what? Gather eagle's wings and step out of her comfort zone and reach up and touch Jesus by faith. At the expense of her life, some of us after tonight, we will need to take certain drastic decisions. You have been believing God to start a business for 17 years. You haven't started anything. To start a certification, you have been doing it for years. All the time you are saying, I will do it, I will do it. You are hoping. God is tired of that. He wants you to take that step of faith. The second thing that I saw about eagles is that eagles always eat fresh things. They don't eat dead things. They eat fresh. They hunt light things. And what is the, the, the spiritual meaning to it? What is the principle that we need to take from this? That we always need to what? Seek for new things. We always need to seek for new things. We always need to seek for new things. 
we always need to seek for what? New things. We always need to what? Seek for new things. Fresh things. So, you are a doctor, you are a computer scientist, you are an IT person, you are a businessman. Don't stay where you are. Add to yourself. Yes, you are fast and you are free. God has anointed you. But what are you doing? Things are changing. Things are changing. You are a student. New things are coming. Research. Add to yourself. Under open heavens, God has already opened it. But what are you doing? New things. New technologies are coming. New things are coming. You have to upgrade yourself. Upgrade yourself. Don't stay still in the area of your study. Because the place that you are praying that God should open door for you to go and work there. There are people who are overqualified. Yes, grace will step in. But are you competent? Are you competent as a minister? Yes, you have the anointing, you have the gift. But there are other people who also have the same gift that you have. Are you polishing your gift? If you are a prophet, are you polishing that gift? Are you, if you have the gift of word of wisdom, are you polishing it? You need to grow new things, new things, new things. Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. When Jesus was teaching the disciples to pray, he said, Give us this day our daily bread. God didn't give, he didn't say, Give us bread. He said, Daily, it's a new thing. It's always renewed, new, fresh things, new ideas, not a stagnant idea, not a stagnant bread. So it means that you always have to grow in the word of God. Don't rely on past glories. That is one of the things that's killing the church. One of the things that is killing the church. My God. It is killing the church. Killing the church. A prophet, a man of God. Oh, God used me to raise the dead. Are you raising the dead now? The church is saying, uh, today I was speaking that, with that woman of God, with that prophetess today. And I was telling her that. The church is making the Bible history. It is not a historical book. It is the life of men who walk with God, recorded, so that we will see where they stop and we will continue from there. Jesus said, to them that believe these signs and even more will follow. So you should be restless if you are not seeing that signs in your life. You should be restless if your child is getting sick and you cannot pray and that healing is manifesting. Then it means the gospel that you are receiving, you are at air or there's something wrong. And it is not God's responsibility to do that. He has already given it to you. He said, as many that believe, but you need to press on. Jesus told the disciples, he said this, that wait and carry, like how we are waiting for 14 days, fasting and praying. Wait and carry. Yes, I have commissioned you, but wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon you with fire. So you need to 
be crazy. You need to be restless. Like how Isaac told his son, well, your brother has already taken the blessings, but the curse, I'll release it to you. Until you break the yoke, until you become restless, there's no way you break through. And the Bible says, when Jacob returned from the house of Laban and he met his brother, his brother had more. And he even blessed Jacob. Look at this. So you have no excuse in life to say that, oh, oh, I mean, I was born into, I mean, a broken home. So, I mean, it is the same thing. My house, as I'm experiencing, that is normal. It is not normal. Don't lie to yourself. Don't tell yourself that you are 70, you are 80, and you cannot do the work of God. You cannot become a, 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 a businesswoman, a businessman. Don't then lie to yourself. History tells me about one man who was a military man, came out in those days. I mean, tried all kinds of things and he failed. But he did not give up. And he established something that is a, a, a generational breakthrough enterprise, a franchise. Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. The man was old. His breakthrough came at an old age. What are you saying? Don't be too lazy. We have become lazy as Christians. We don't want to add up. We want to stay in our comfort zone. And one of the easiest things is, oh, we are praying, we are fasting, we are waiting on God. God is rather waiting on us. You need to eat new things. Exodus chapter 16. Because of time. When you have time, go and read it. Exodus chapter 16, verses 1 to 20. God gave to the Israelites fresh manna. Fresh manna. In fact, let's read something there. Exodus chapter 16. Tonight we are going to pray certain things. We are going to rise up. I believe God wants to break certain mindsets. Break certain people from certain timidity. Break you out of that fear. I quite remember when I was young, I received a lot of prophecies that you're going to be a minister of God, all kinds of prophecies, and I doubted. I was like, how can I? I am afraid. I am shy. And it got to a point that I was hit by certain things. And I said, enough is enough. And I started my journey with God. See how far God has brought me. It is also possible with you. All things are possible with God who strengthens. I pray for you. Let the Lord make everything possible. Whatever prayer request you have written on your piece of paper, on your diary, in your tablet, in your phone, God is making it possible. He has given you the empowerment, enabling power to receive and to experience it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Exodus chapter 16. There's somebody there. Exodus chapter 16. I'm going to read quickly verses 1 to 6. It says, And they journeyed from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, 
on the 15th day of the second month after they had departed from the land of Egypt. Look at this. They had deliverance. Look at this. Some of us, we've been delivered. But we are not experiencing that open heavens. We are not experiencing certain things. But look at this. Verse 2. The whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that what he said, Oh, that we have died by the hand of the Lord in the Egypt, in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meal, of meats, and we and when we ate bread to the food. For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Look at this, behold, I will rain bread from heaven. For you and the people shall go out and gather. Look at this. The Lord said he will rain it, but the responsibility falls upon the people that they should go out. So if you don't mount out, if you don't take that step that enough is enough and go out there to go and fetch the manna for yourself, you will be hungry. You will die. He said, in the verse 4 of Exodus chapter 16, Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. Today God will rain bread to you in the name of Jesus. And the people shall go out and gather a certain quota. Look at this. A certain quota every day. That day that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. So God has a quota for you every day. You've been crying out, the Father give me this, and he hasn't yet given it to you. He's giving you certain things, little by little. He's building you up. He's building your capacity to receive what you are trying to ask for. But it starts with the little. As I said during the week, you need to be what? Mindful, and you have to what? Focus on the little that you have. Your little prayers, your little Bible studies, your little faith, your little givings, your work in righteousness, little by little, you are building momentum. As a plane is taking off, it takes off slowly. But it gets to a point when it reaches its highest momentum, it takes off from the ground. And tonight, everyone under the sound of my voice, you are taken off from the ground. In the name of Jesus. Now I want you to jump to the verse 19 and 20. It says, And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it till morning. Look at this. Verse 20, Notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses, but some of them left part of it until morning. And the bread, and it bread worms and stank. And Moses was angry with them. You look at this. I said, the eagle does not eat dead things. It always feeds on new things. God is a God of the living, not of the dead. So when he appeared to Moses, he said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, your father. Look at this. You always need to add up, try new things, feed on new words. Get new rhema. 
you need to always feed on the word of God. God will speak to you every day. Every day you need the word to survive. In that open heavens, you need the word to survive. In that ministry that you have, you always need to wait on God for a new direction. I wait on God every day, every week, every month. This 14 days, I have taken a personal. I need to know what God is going to do in my life in the next 70 years. So I can prepare myself for what he's going to do in my life in the next 70 years. And this brings me to my next point. Eagles have a great vision. If I want to see what is in the next 40 years, it is only God that can give me that vision. When they mount up to that high altitude, they see everything as far as five kilometers and an eagle can see. And the interesting thing is, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the wind, when lightning and thunder is, is striking and the wind is blowing and there are clouds and it's raining, the eagle can still see and dive deeper and catch its prey. What is your vision? Do you have a vision for your life? You are fasting, you are praying, but you have a long-term vision. You have a short-term vision. You have a mid-term vision for your family. I mean, your, your personal growth, your ministry, your work with God. Do you have a vision set out for the year? That this year, I want to read the Bible in a year. Do you have a vision for the month? Do you have a target? A businesswoman? Do you have a vision? Are you always thinking about, I mean, selling to 20 people, 40 people? Are you thinking about reaching to people across the continent, across the border of your country? Way before COVID, the church was looking at in-person meeting. Some churches fought against the use of technology, saying all kinds of things that it's not written in the Bible. It's not, it's not scripture, yes. But when COVID came, it was the technology. And it took those who could foresee. If the secular world are using technology to promote their nonsense, why wouldn't the church? That is why scripture says, the people of this world in their ways are wiser than the children. We need to step up. You need to step up. If you're a businesswoman, a businessman, you need to step up your game, your vision. To engage your open heavens, you need to set your gaze on Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Instead looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of your faith. You need to set your gaze on the word of God. He said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. To where I am going, the word directs me. It is the, it is the, the, the directive mechanism in my life. It gives me the vision. What are you seeing? What is your vision? How do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself in the next 20 days? Where do you see yourself in the next 40 years? Are you okay where you are? Because your vision will determine what you do. To become 
a successful businessman, a businesswoman, you need that vision. A student, you need that vision. I don't think any student enters into an institution, a university, or starts a program without the mindset of graduating or completing it. So why is it that you started and there are storms and you are you are thinking of giving up? You entered with a vision, with a mindset of completing. Let that drive you. So the bigger your vision, it has to drive you. Now look at this. What God shows you in his word is yea and amen. It's the expected end. Whatever vision God has revealed to you, your personal vision God has given to you, or whatever you have seen in God's word, it is the expected end he has for you. So whatever you see around the storm, the ups and downs, the disappointment, don't focus on that. Joseph had a vision when he was great. But around him, his family was fighting him. His own brothers sold him. He was a slave in a foreign man's land. Daniel and uh, the, four, the, the Hebrew boys, they were royals in Israel. But for some reason, they were taken into captivity to become slaves. They were reduced to nothing. But they did not forget who they were. When you read Daniel chapter 1, you realize that the king brought the royals, people who were of high class, high value, Scripture says you are a royal priesthood. You need to have that vision, that mindset, that I am not just an ordinary person. Hallelujah. Have that vision. Have that vision. And by that vision, it will determine the people you surround yourself with. Most of us, we say we want to, I mean, live holy. But the people who surround ourselves with, I mean, they are doing all kinds of crazy things. I've always been saying, your environment has an influence over you. 60% of what we go through is dependent on us. If you will step into open heaven, 60% depends on you. 30% is reliant on the, the people you surround yourself with. 10% is just about pulling down certain altars, dealing with the, the schemes of the devil. And that Christ has already dealt with it. Look at this. So the people that you surround yourself determines a lot. So it is no wonder that the rich are continuing to be the rich people because it is a class. They meet together and they decide. So you also need to what? Step up your game. Someone is just a classical example. He said, blessed is the man who does not. Stand in the way of the sinner, takes the counsel of the ungodly, sits in the scene of a scornful. So the requirement for you to be blessed is that you avoid these people. In other words, if you want to be blessed, 
You need to find those who are not sinners, those who are not ungodly, those who are not scornful, those who don't scorn God, those who don't reject the things of God. Likewise, you need to find people who will force you to pray, who will check up on you. That my sister, how is, I mean, have you done your quiet time? What is God saying? Somebody who will challenge you. Say, hey, um, I woke up today and God spoke to me. I mean, are you, are you hearing God's voice? Are you hearing our father's voice? You're like, wait, my sister, that's new. I was raised up that we pray to God and I have never heard the voice of God. Can you help me? That is how you mount up. That is why you walk in open heavens. That is how you maintain your open heavens. If scripture says the demon leaving its host will return with seven stronger demons just to take where it was it means you also need people who are stronger you need to what engage yourself with the right people that will push you in your vision so i said one eagles fly high and in that height they are not alone True, I said that eagles don't eat dead things. They are always pressing on for fresh things. That is to say, they have new ideas, new plots, new, I mean, I mean, innovation. You are always reading. You are always upgrading yourself. Your gift will bring you before kings and things. The gift of a man brings him before what? Great men. You may be anointed, you will fast, you will be prophesied to. But it will take your skill and your gift to take you before great men. Scripture can never be broken. David, it wasn't anointing that brought David to the what? The palace. It was his skills, it was his gift. The Bible says that when Saul had uh, a distressing spirit, a man recommended David. He's well competent. He's skillful. He's handsome. He's well groomed. So if you're looking for a job and that job requires certain things, don't come and sit down and come and fast and pray and not work yourself there and believe God. Yes, God can do miracles. But God has also given you the spirit of wisdom. He has given you a spirit of understanding. You need to work yourself and it's sad that in our time christians are not competitive enough in the secular world you put a christian there and what the christian would do is appalling you find a muslim brother you find a hindu and they are exceptional they are learning they are increasing themselves and it's sad you put your christian brother and that the shake legged things they'll come and do there, you even reconsider. You reconsider. So we need to what? Up ourselves. Yes, it's good that we are fasting, we are praying. Yes, tomorrow the prophet will come, he will prophesy. He will tell you the deep things. But after that, what are you doing? God is tired of listening to our prayers all the time once he has already given us the keys. He has given it to you. You pray about a business. 
God has spoken through his prophet, giving you the direction. You have gotten that conviction. What else? What do you need? All you need is to sit yourself down. You have that internet. You have that phone. Go online. Look at what people are doing. Pray. The Holy Spirit will direct you, give you ideas, combine it, start something, and believe God to bring in increase. The, the fourth thing I will say, I want to teach on about eagles, they thrive and they last thoughts. I tell you, after the fasting, some of us will go through persecution. I will not say they will not, some will go through it as a must. Because the eagle in the storms glides, soars higher. The eagle enjoys the storms, the wind, the harsh weather. Why? Because it is able to what? glide on the wind. It relaxes and the, the storm lifts it up. So what do we have to do in our open heavens to step in and to maintain it? That when we go through tough times, don't just chicken out. Don't just lose faith. Don't just run away. Embrace it head on. Jesus knew that he said, you will speak to mountains by your faith in him and the mountains will be moved. So wherever that you are going through, one thing that you need to ask for, Father Lord, grant me the grace and the strength and the wisdom to deal with this. You ask God, what do you want me to learn from this storm? Because most of the times, the storms that we go through, they are a point of learning for us to be able to be what? Functional and be fruitful in the next place we are going. If Joseph had not become a slave, to be in the house of Potiphar, to learn how to manage the estate and the affairs of Potiphar's house, there was no way Joseph would have had the opportunity to manage the affairs of the Egyptian economy. God had to move him from his father and mother and his brethren. Some of us, for some mysterious reason, there's a separation with you and your family and there's all kinds of crazy things. You have to learn from that. The fighter skills have to come up, how to survive. You need to ask God, how do I live in this? And one of the wonderful things I love about an eagle, they are resilient. They adapt to change. Under open heavens, you will adapt to change. I decree upon your life. When you encounter tough moment, God will give you the way out. He will give you the way out. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 So face every problem knowing that you will emerge out stronger and better. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. I believe where God is taking us, we need to hear this. After this, your life will never be the same. Daniel chapter 6, verses 1 to 5. We are going to read something more. We need a word. Yes, we have been praying, we have been fasting, I've been prophesying. I mean, we've received all kinds of things. But we need a word. We need balance. We need balance. 
Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 5. And it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom of 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one. Look at this. So I said, your gift will bring you before kings. What made Daniel special? He was excellent. He had a spirit of excellence in him. He was skilled with all kinds of things. That's why he was chosen. So you need to work yourself. Under your open heavens, don't sit down, fast and pray and go and sleep. Do something. Learn something new. The fact that you are not working. Build up your CV. There are free courses around. Don't sit on Netflix. Don't, don't watch YouTube, Facebook. Don't be on Snapchat. Don't do all kinds of things. Don't sleep and expect, I mean, your CV to grow by itself. No, that's not the work of God. It is your responsibility. You are a student. You need to set yourself. You are a worker. You want to be financially independent. God has already given you the power to get that wealth. But you need to apportion your time. Reduce the time you, you, you invest doing things that will not bring money to you. Invest it properly. So the Bible says in the verse 3 that then this Daniel distinguished himself. Look at this. He distinguished himself above the governors and the citraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to set him over the whole realm. Look at this. The king sought to set him over all the realm. He was a foreigner. He did not say, oh, I am a captive. I don't think I can do anything. He did not say, oh, I have lost my job. I'm, I'm also a foreigner in this place. I don't think I can do anything. He did not say, oh, I am a white in a black man's land. He did not say, I am, I am a black in, in, a, in, a, in a white man's land. No, no, no. He did not let excuse hold him down. Egos don't have excuses. Egos press forward. God has given you the wings of ego. He said, those who wait on God shall renew their strength. They will mount up. They shall mount up. It is your responsibility to mount up. By decree and declare, you will mount up in the name of Jesus. Verse 4. So the governors and the satraps sought, look at this, they sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no fault or charge because he was faithful. Look at this. Some of us, right now, God is visiting you with testimonies. Some of us, God after tomorrow is giving you testimony. Some of us, at the end of the 14 days fast, next week Sunday, He is giving you a testimony. But you know what? That testimony will attract eyes. That is why I want I am teaching you how to be resilient. It will attract eyes. Daniel was promoted to be the head governor over the great kingdom of Babylon. In our time, uh, probably I'll say, I mean, in America, America is the greatest country, or let's say NATO, since 
Russia Ukraine war has made NATO very famous. He was placed head, or probably UN, UN, head over head. A Christian in an occultic institution being the head. And you think you can walk into that institution? You are in a heavily dense witchcraft environment. And you think you have become a mayor. You will sleep 24-7 without praying, without going back to the source of your power and expect things to be okay. Don't, don't joke. So they sought to find evil. And look at what happened in verse 5. Then these men said, We shall not, we, we shall not find time against them unless we find it against him concerning the law with his God. So to, to run up everything, they found a way to what? Find him. And the Bible says that they passed the law that anyone who prays will be what thrown into the den of the lion. And that is what now as a church in our time, what the calendar of this time is saying. If you have spiritual ears and eyes, you realize that the system from the Antichrist is already in place. It is just the time for them to adorn who the Antichrist is. And God knows that and he is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. That is why this time around, you start finding revivals breaking across continents. Young people are going to rise up. People that people do not know will start manifesting in the kitchen. You start finding ladies demonstrating real miracle signs and wonders. The days of Katrin Kuman, we are past. They are little. The days that we are in, what God is going to do is going to be mighty and terrible to the kingdom of darkness. That is why you need to mount up under this open heaven. That is why you need to what? Upgrade yourself. That is why you need to what? Be consistent and be resilient. Because the Antichrist, the system, has already been set in place to frustrate believers. But look at what kept Daniel. Look at what kept Daniel. Look at what kept Daniel. Look at verse 10. Verse 10 said, Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. Look at this, my God. And in his upper room, do you have an upper room? With his windows open, look at how confident. That's why the Bible says that those who know their God shall be strong. When they are saying that, oh, there's a virus, there's an outbreak of virus, you know your God. You have crossed from the place of just reading the word of God that you will drink anything deadly and will not harm you, which is in the head, to a place where you are the word. That you, even if they inject you with a virus, it, it, it has no place. And that one, it doesn't come by just reading the word or hearing it. It comes by prayer and consistent meditation of the word for the word to dwell in you, to become flesh. So he said, and he opened his windows towards Jerusalem. Can you see this in your Bible? He knelt down on his knees to one of the ways for you to survive in the storms. For you to be resilient is to be on your knees all the time. Don't say because you have received a one million dollar contract, your prayer time you have reduced it. That will be a shame. 
that will be a shame because the storms that is going to come you will need more than the hours you were praying you need to dive deeper he said deep call it onto the deep he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks to god look at this eagles are resilient eagles thrive in storms eagles love storms and eagles they embrace the storm and they turn the storm to the advantage that is why anytime a child of god goes through serious attack goes through crazy abnormal oppression from the kingdom of darkness and tells what that person is carrying anyone who goes through crazy attack crazy event it tells what you carry because you carry nations you carry great things and god knows that you can go through it at the end the eagle is able to turn around the storm to its advantage and it becomes better for the eagle do you know what daniel exhibited that sign he mounted up wings by kneeling down in prayer and the bible says when he was cast into the den oh jesus when you read the verse 16 to 23 because of time spend time and read daniel chapter 6 the entire chapter the bible says that when the king came he said daniel has your god saved you he said oh king as i was there my god sent his angels in verse 42 to shut the mouth of the lions so that they will not hurt me daniel before that time didn't know he had the power to engage angels to shut the mouth of lions yes he knew about something being able to to, to 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 deal with lions to do all kinds of things but he had to what go to watch execution for him to realize the golden view under open heaven for you to step into your open heaven where you experience the power of god sometimes you need to go through fire so whenever you go through fire don't come crying and shouting and broadcasting to everyone gather your ghettos come on your your two feet and cry out to the father of glory we need to grow and it's sad when you keep on complaining and lamenting about the same thing have you asked yourself a question why am i going through this same thing you have a dream and it keeps on repeating and you are afraid and you start complaining no 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 you need to mount up wings take the problem to a higher height and deal with it there and the last point and we will just pray a short prayer tonight the deliverance is by the way the eagle takes time to begin new wings by being alone what the eagle does is to soar higher to a place a secluded place and it sheds its own wings because it becomes old and it needs to work, break them off and put it off so that it can grow new wings and by that it's able to soar higher they spend time it's 
they spend time. So, whenever you are growing at every point in your life, make it a must. Make it mandatory. Then you will set time. Reflect. In the week, are you reflecting on how the week went? What you failed to do? What you were able to do? Were you able to become efficient in whatever vision or things you set out to do? Ask yourself, why am I not doing this? What can I do better? In a relationship, in a marriage, in parenting, in your business, you need to set some time to reflect. You need to set time and to wait on for fast and pray, seek the face of God. And meantime, there are times where I, 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 don't, I don't get in touch with people. It's my time. You also have to have your time. Sit down. Because we are in a fast-moving world. Things are moving fast. And it's funny how people can put their burdens on you. You need to come to a point where someone's emergency doesn't become your urgency. Plan your life around when it's time for you to have your new time. Have it. Regain your energy. That is why it's so good for you to have that, that, that time to relax yourself from the stress even if the secular world knows that continuous work and continuous study can affect your mental health and you need vacation need break how much more consistent i mean work in the flesh you need to have some time and grow your spiritual self that is why we are doing this 14 days of prayer and fasting open heavens so that you can what reflect so that you can what Know where the issues are. Some people have been praying and for some reason God revealed unto them the issues that they did in the past. That has gone where they are. And they now have the, the, the wisdom and the understanding to deal with it. The Bible says that Saul lost his kingdom. I'm going to end with that. He lost his kingdom because of the pressure of the people. He became casual. He lost the kingdom. But I believe if Saul was keeping a consistent watch with God, he would see that pride. He would see certain things coming up and he would uproot it. The Bible says when men slept, when you become spiritually asleep, I tell you, you will miss a lot of things. So from today, make it a point that every day you are going to be awake spiritually. Every week, at least once in a week, fast and pray. You spend a day, your weekend, a time, a portion of time that you are going to reflect. In your business, reflect. You are selling certain things and you are always losing money. Reflect. Is it the right thing at that time? Is it good? You are a student, you realize the pattern that all the time you are a last minute person, you always study at last. I mean, the last week and your grades are not good. So, what do you need to do? You need to what? Change the pattern. Make sure that you always study. You need to reflect. Pour down your old self and put on new ones. 
that when you have that new wings, I told you, you will soar higher. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Tonight, I believe 